0: It's Metallica. It's off the Black Album. Nothing else matters, I think. Nothing else matters when it comes to our prize pack for Virginia Tech fans. Text the keyword. to the one who are, like, into it, by the way. Oh, yeah, we've had some Virginia Tech fans who have entered. All you got to do is text the keyword BEAMER to 919-860-5326, and we've got a Lo Ciento prize pack for Virginia Tech fans out there ahead of their matchup against NC State on Thursday. Black Album by Metallica, on CD. You know the cassette was more expensive than the CD? It was? (laughs) It was. I blame you for this. The value of cassettes is actually... Yeah, you're like out there buying all this. You're you're single-handedly driving up the price of cassettes. No, 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 no. It's it's, It's not just a singular effort. It's a collective effort of old fogies like me that are clinging on to the past. But yeah, text the keyword BEAMER to 919 fan and you'll get a Black Album CD, a Lunch Pail, maybe we'll put something in there, and a Virginia Tech 2022 ACC Tournament Championship t-shirt. Cool? Cool. By the way, speaking of cassettes... Give me some time. I can get Mike Young to autograph that for you, too. I do have the next OG mixtape cassette ready to go. You, you've been working on this? You've been working hard on this? Another one of those moments where I would like to be proud of you because you put a lot of effort into this. Well, you you love Thanksgiving. I do. And the problem with Thanksgiving is there's no real hook other than the turkey. Like, you know, Halloween, you got candy and you dress up and there's even Halloween music. All right? Yeah. There's no, there's no real hook other than spending time with your family. Well, I do that all the time. <laughs> I spend plenty of time with my family, man. So do you. Mister, I can't. The... So do you. You're with your family all the time. So now you just, will you eat turkey around your family? I don't know. I don't get it. So at Christmas, Christmas is obvious. Christmas has an obvious hook.
1: Thanksgiving, yes,
0: Thanksgiving doesn't have music. Uh, no, it does not. Until, I, that I cannot dispute. Until I put together 90 minutes worth of Thanksgiving-related music. Ariana Grande is definitely in there. It's not on there. It's not on there. It's not. Thank you. Next is not on there. It's not. But Kendrick Lamar and Schoolboy Q, Collar Greens. That's on there. <laughs> wow. Do you want me to put Thank You Next on there? No, no. I can do that. You have the you. cranberries. No. Then I only had ninety minutes, man. It's tangentially related. No, I mean, I might have to come up with another. T- I might have to come up with another one. There's only ninety minutes that I can put on the tape. All right. Just saying. Let's answer some Hey Joe questions.
2: Joe cracked it on, uh. All right, this first one comes from Ben. Hey Joe, a friend from out of town is visiting Raleigh, and you're wanting to give them the Raleigh sports experience. Where are you taking them for lunch? Mitch's Tavern, Emilio's Players Retreat, Sammy's, somewhere else?
0: All of them, yes. Go to all of them. Yeah. They're all great. They're all great spots for the, for their own different reasons. Um, Mitch's, you know, has some nostalgic value for me. I'm a big fan of Players Retreat as well. The key here is cheap beer at both Mitch's and uh, Players Retreat. Sammy's also has some cheap beer, too. I don't know. If the East Village was still around, I would have suggested that. But East Village is no longer around. Is it supposed to come back? Theoretically... Wasn't that the theory when it was knocked down? They're like, oh, it's coming back in the same spot. Yeah, it was supposed to be in whatever monstrosity they were going to put on their property that they were going to come back but i don't know if that's still the case or not you hear these things all the time but if it were me i you can't go wrong with any of them they all have different experiences and you know, with a media as you're getting you know good classic saucy italian with like an nc state history lesson that goes along with it with mitches you're getting a vibe uh players retreat whoa, whoa what a gumbo yeah, the gumbo, Mitch's is good. Yeah. but It's not, it's not a vibe. But Mitch's what? has a vibe to it. You I go know, but it has stairs, good food. And it has good food. So does players retreat.
2: Okay. Next up. Yeah! All right, next one comes from Terry. Hey, Joe, would Panthers still have won Sunday, even if Matt Rule was there?
0: No. No. No, he's proven time and time again that he can lose a game with his end game and end of half decisions. Mike Evans would have caught that pass. If Matt Rule is there. <laughs> next up. That's the way of the Panther. Yeah. That was the way of the Panther under Matt Rule.
2: At, at, at the end of the day. Mike the Evans would have caught that. Lost. All
0: right. Whoa. Next up.
2: All right. This one goes from Hank. Hey, Joe, does Steve Wilkes need to win the division in order to remove the interim tag? Ooh. Okay.
0: Julia, what do you like to call it? The Real Talk Express? Yep. Yeah. Well, folks, we're going to have to have a Real Talk Express moment with Steve Wilkes, the interim head coach, who has ties to the Panthers. I I am of the belief that Steve Wilkes has to not just win the division, but also win a playoff game to get serious consideration from David Tepper on being the next head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I mean, we do live in a world where, who is your boy for the Raiders? Steve Basaccia? Basacci. On the floor, yeah. Right? I mean, did I mean, that- a run. Right? Didn't even get a sniff. And now look at him. But he was a little bit older. I mean, there's different circumstances there. I mean- it would be you'd have to thread a serious needle for it for it to work out for Steve Wilkes yeah but he knew that you know going from the jump and you're gonna take that opportunity every single time because we, we we kind of referenced this yesterday when talking about teams where the players and the coaches do not tank the organization might want to tank but the teams and the play you know, the, the players and the coaches don't if they go on a run let's say they do win the division Steve Wilkes is gonna find a job he'll find a job no problem. The problem with the Carolina Panthers and Steve Wilkes is that David Tepper has a tendency to go for the shiny object. So, give me the hot coaching name in the NFL, not from the college ranks this time. But who's like who would who would who had a cup of coffee with an established coach that might get them a job? Well, who's ever down in Miami right now? McDaniel or or one of Shanahan's other assistants? It's pretty much how it would play out for uh, for the Carolina
2: Panthers and David Tepper. Next up. Lean back. All right, from Matthew. Hey, Joe, where will talented UNC backup quarterback Jacoby Criswell transfer oh, after this season remember,
0: remember him? Remember, there was a quarterback battle, according to Mac Brown, head coach of the Tar Heels, heading into the start of the season. Some speculation that you'll see both quarterbacks in the season opener. It's not really how it played out, nor did I think it was ever really going to play out that way. We do live in a world where, uh, you have to openly talk about keeping guys around and, and maybe they'll stick around. But I would imagine that Jacoby Criswell will not be with the Tar Heels when the season ends. Credit to you. You sniffed that out from the jump. Oh, from the jump. I was on the other bandwagon because Mac has used two quarterbacks mm-hmm. before. But after watching Carolina in person against Duke two weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> He's just so talented. It's nah, he's he's been on another level this year and it's been a lot of fun to watch. And that's probably the big reason why they're going to win the Coastal Division. Credit to credit to North Carolina's defense that has, I'm not I'm not. This is all graded on a curve, obviously, and you had nowhere to go but up, right? Like this would be the equivalent of you know Jillio and I getting terrible ratings for like the longest time, which is entirely possible, and then we get like a slight bump in the ratings. We're like, we're up fifty percent, yeah, but fifty percent from what, mm. right? So I, I kind of feel the same way with. Carolina's defense it's like well they showed improvement well from what exactly I do think they've got they don't need to show that much they just need to get out of their own way sometimes it really was a repeat of Gene Chizik's first stint with the Carolina Tar Heels under Larry Fedora Ben don't break man don't have the earth-shattering catastrophic play defensively that changes the nature of it they have flirted with it I don't know if I still trust the Tar Heels enough to not have that happen. I mean, Pitt could very well run for 400 yards on him. I, was, I don't know. I was talking to a friend of mine who works over at Carolina, and I, I said, are you making plans yet for Charlotte? I'm ready to see you guys. I, 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 he's basically like, I, I think you could beat Clemson, the whole thing. He's like, we could lose to anybody we play. I go, yeah, but you could beat anybody you could play. Uh, okay. And he's like, like, talk to me after the Pitt game. I go, yes, I understand. Yeah, you have the, the ability one. to lose to Pitt, but yeah. that shouldn't change. Fundamentally their position in the coastal division because of some of those early wins that they have. So I'm with you on that. But it was telling that the state guy was saying, I don't think you I think you could beat everybody at the Carolina.
2: I mean, we could lose to anybody.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fun conversation.
0: Next up.
2: I got a proposition for you. All right, final one from Todd. Hey Joe, how many NFL teams will finish nine and eight slash eight and nine?
0: Well the Carolina Panthers are obviously one of them. Man, I would take that, but they'll go eight and nine. I don't see it coming home anymore. I'll take seven and ten, actually. (laughs) I mean, there's going to be a doughy middle for sure there really are i mean right now you look at the nfc and it's clustered you mm-hmm. got the eagles you got the giants and none of us really believe the giants are going to get you know win 13 or 14 games you know so i think you'll see a big doughy cluster of seven and ten to ten and seven it's the og alongside joe gilio i'm joe ovias and tomorrow night back at backyard bistro hasn't happened in a while thanks it's to the back thing, but it is back it is Kane's Corner. It's hosted by Mike Maniscalco, presented by Stormbrew, and Sebastian Aho will be your first guest. So head on over to Backyard Bistro across from PNC Arena. If you can't make it out there, no sweat, you can listen to Kane's Corner on 999 The Fan or watch it on WRAL Sports Plus starting at 7 o'clock. We'll continue on with the NFL Ryan Wilson, Pick Six Podcast, CBS Sports. He'll jump. he'll jump on next. <laughs> And joining us right now on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline, Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports, covers the NFL, it's Ryan Wilson. Ryan, what's going on, man? Good to talk to you again.
1: Good afternoon, guys. How's it going?
0: We're good, Uh, although I I can say I'm good because I'm not Bill Belichick, and I don't look miserable all the time right now in New England, nor am I Tom Brady, who also uh, does a press conference and looks like he has serious regrets. I'm not saying both these guys miss each other because Tom Brady went on to Tampa and he won a Super Bowl. But it is interesting to see these two guys look absolutely miserable at the same time, separated from each other. Do you find this amusing as well?
1: It, it's a Shaden Freud, I think is the word that they use in German, and, and you know, that mm-hmm. that was a popular word. Uh, when things turned initially for the Patriots, although Tom Brady did find that success you talked about. But it's it's wild to see. It's like a, a, a couple, you know, the 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 most popular couple in high school got married, <laughs> Brenda and extremely Eddie. successful. <laughs> And then, like, 20 years in, they're like, you know what, this isn't working. Yeah. And they went their separate ways, and you're like, you know what, maybe they're better together, even if it was sort of a dysfunctional relationship at the end. And I think that's sort of it, because I feel like Bill Belichick certainly could live with Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. But once Tom Brady got to Tampa and sort of spread his wings, you got the sense that he got out for a reason, and he was able to, to sort of peacock around when he wasn't able to do that in New England. And it worked in year one. They've certainly had some struggles. Now, I mean, it feels like every veteran quarterback, their game has just fallen off the cliff the last two or three weeks. Uh, but certainly, I would imagine if there was some, uh, oh. you know, crystal ball that we could take Tom Brady back to New England right now, both sides would probably be like, you know what, let's do this.
0: To that, to that point about the veteran quarterbacks and Ryan uh, Ryan Wilson, CBS Sports, joining us here on the OG. I do think there's a difference between what's going on with Aaron Rodgers and what's going on with Tom Brady. I, I'm not trying to absolve Aaron Rodgers completely. But that was a fixable solution for the Green Bay Packers. I don't know. Maybe don't let your best wide receiver go to the Raiders. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a football front office guy. Whereas with Brady, he definitely looks like he doesn't have it. Do you see the same things?
1: Yeah. And the, the issue for both of these players, first battle hall of famers, greatest of all time, all that, we've th- taken us red. But the issue is when things start going sideways, you get the sense as middle-aged men, and that's what they are. They're like, you know what? I- I'm too old for this. Like, I just don't have the energy to try to act like I care. Midway through the third quarter of a game, we're getting our brains beaten in. And we've seen that look on Aaron Rodgers' face before. We've mm-hmm. seen it this year for the first time ever, I feel like, for Tom Brady. But you're right. I mean, you make a great point. Listen, the thing that... Frustrates fans more than anything on planet Earth is when they're going to their day jobs, but they can figure out over the course of their time on the weekends walking, fo- watching football that the front office, coaching staff, GMs are making terrible decisions. Mm-hmm. And the decision by the Packers to trade up for Jordan Love in the deepest wide receiver class in recent human history. Uh, that's a head-scratcher. And then Devontae Adams leaves. And look, maybe he wanted to leave. He hasn't really said so. But, you know, I think it's a step down. We can all admit from Aaron Rodgers to, to Derek Carr. Uh, but I don't know what the front office was thinking. And a- Aaron Rodgers, whether he's prickly or not, I would imagine he'd prefer to have someone to throw the ball to. Now, the issues in Tampa Bay, I think you're right. I think Tom Brady looks like he's 45. The offensive line has injury issues. Yeah. And, and the defense got steamrolled.
0: Ryan Wilson, the actual likable person from the Pick 6 podcast Whoa. on CBS, joining us here on the OG on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. All right, Ryan, true or false, both of the New York teams will make the playoffs.
1: I think it's true. Uh, the, the issue, I hesitate. like So the Giants, ha- their MO is to get behind and then come back. And I don't think that's sustainable. But I think the, the good news is they're figuring out how to win when they had a culture of losing for so long. Um, and – They're going to get it figured out. I think Brian Dable is exactly the right fit. We see what Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley look like when they're they're coached up properly. The Jets issue for me, that team is basically the 2010 Jets. It's Rex Ryan, Mark Sanchez built around a running game and a defense. The concerns now are Brees Hall is out for the year. Elijah Bear Tucker is out for the year. Their offensive lineman, their former first-round pick, along with their Mekhi Becton, their previous first rounder. I was going to say,
0: if you're a first rounder and the Jets took you and you're off of the line, just just get hurt now.
1: (laughs) I know. They need a lot of duct tape, but I I think the culture of winning is in that locker room now, which it hadn't been forever. And if they can continue to lean on the running game, that's why they traded for James Robinson. uh, I think a move that makes a lot of sense. And the defense can continue to play well. They're in it because as we saw last night, the the Patriots might end up being truly a terrible football team.
0: Not good not good at all ryan wilson joining us here on the og alongside joe gilio i'm joe ovias pick six podcast Sports.com. all right so maybe it's too soon to discuss this but i do find it interesting based on monday night football and the whole mac jones business can we safely say that the 2021 draft class for quarterbacks was overrated this entire time
1: I'm laughing because we had this exact same conversation mm-hmm. on the Pick Six. W- would you, no, uh,
0: time. you're not allowed to have the same conversation that we did, Ryan. <laughs> no, no, that's right. Totally completely original on this program. No, like <laughs> we're the only we're the only radio show or live podcast that does power rankings. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> well, else does power rankings. So well, here's
1: the thing. Oh, would you ahead,
0: rather sorry. take the twenty twenty class is the question. At this we we, we did not hype up the twenty twenty class the same way we presented twenty twenty one, right? Like this is the
1: greatest class I ever heard and everybody's gonna get these winners.
0: I'd rather have so, twenty twenty co- at this point.
1: No, a couple things. So, I, you know, I, I cover the draft at CBS Sports as well. So, this is sort of my my side project, if you will. Mm-hmm. But right now, it looks like Justin Fields might be one B to Trevor Lawrence. And as you know, no one in that class is setting the world on fire. Trey Lance has been injured. He's, uh, you know, we don't know what he is going to be. Mac mm-hmm. Jones, sweet mercy, live. You get get bitch for someone who was named after Bailey from Party of Five. Think about that for a second. <laughs> the I mean, best I to part of on last that. Night. <laughs> it absolutely Jeez. was. And I my first thought was god I still hate Charlie so much. That's the first thing mm. I thought about when he said that. Such uh, a god, jerk. Going back to 2020. Jennifer so love Joe you Burrow, it though,
0: Ryan. Mm. You just put me in yeah, a spot.
1: Absolutely. No doubt. Uh but uh Joe Burrow, I mean the guy looks like a hall of famer, right? The way he's playing now after the ACL injury. Um uh who else is in that class? Oh, so Tua looked pretty good against the Steelers. Steelers stink. They dropped four interceptions, but coming back from the concussion, he looked pretty good. And Justin Herbert has been up and down this year. I think it's more of a function of that offense around him. But he, again, he's he's a, a top ten franchise talent. So I am with you. I would take twenty 2020 twenty over twenty twenty one right now, and I don't even know if it's close.
0: Ryan Wilson, Pick Six Podcast, joining us here on the OG on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. It's Joe Obvious. I am Joe Giulio. All right, Ryan. If we had to pick someone to win the NFC South, who do, who do you trust the most? at this point.
2: Oh boy. Uh,
1: I do not trust the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I I mean, I don't the head either. coach says we're in a dark place. Yes. <laughs> I thought that I quote was that. telling as well. <laughs> he didn't even sugarcoat it. Or if that's sugarcoating, they're really deep, they're in yeah. really deep trouble. Uh the Falcons are interesting. Spunky, but, I mean, feisty. Absolutely, but Marcus Mariota's throwing the ball at what feels like four or five times a game. The Panthers are right there. I I mean, why not? Why not? Uh, Steve Wilks, the team seems to to respect him. I don't think he's getting the job. I don't think anyone is realistically thinks he has a chance at the job. They could win the Super Bowl. I don't think he would get that job. But they moved on for Christian McCaffrey, and I I think the takeaway for me in that game last week was that Chuba Hubbard and Dante Foreman did a pretty good job without the best player on that team. And, And I think that's sort of the overarching story with running backs. But whatever, they got the draft capital in return. And P.J. Walker looked good. Uh, When you can win with your third-string quarterback and he might actually be the best quarterback, that's great news. I think that the bar is set so low in that division. If you get to seven wins, I think you're going to have a really good chance. Get a sneaky tie in there
0: somewhere. mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think eight wins, you you win the division. So they need – They need need help, but. (laughs) Right. So, look, I'll go with Atlanta, and I I don't feel great about any of these teams at all whatsoever. Ryan Wilson, Pick 6
0: Podcast, CBS Sports. We appreciate the time, Ryan, as always. Uh, Tell Will we said hey.
1: You got it. Thank you, guys.